0: You know, one thing about life, it it could teach you a lot about what you want out of it. Um, I think during this pandemic, I've always believed that it's it's a reset of your life uh, for the things that you truly want out of it, especially, you know, regarding your happiness, your passions, your mental health, and sometimes just your peace of mind. Um, Now, last month, I had a death happen to my family. I had an uncle that passed away. Um, Shout out to the St. Hilaire family. Um, I hope you guys are staying strong and keeping your heads up. Um, A few days later, um, I learned that one of my best friends from university passed away at age 40, and it it really threw me for a loop. Like, really threw me for a loop. I was completely devastated by this. Um, It it really made me reflect on literally everything in my life. Like, literally everything. Um, For that to happen to someone so young, you know getting his his family started it just it floored me um so just you know rewinding back to my past life you know i had taken 2 years off between high school and university and when i started back i had to re- relearn a lot of things including learning how to study efficiently um but one of the best things that he's he's done for me you know or he did for me during that period in time was you know he kind of um he basically kind of helped me like relearn how to study and just organizing myself when it came to, you know, university and books and everything else. You know, um, I truly treasured him for that during that period of time. Um, but I I really watched this person go to school. Um, he told me about how he wanted to enter social work and just make a difference in these at-risk communities. And then I watched him execute these dreams in a classroom all the way to his degree. And I watched him get into his field and move up the ladder on the way to success. And he had more things that he was going to accomplish, too, um, was, you know, which makes this even sadder, especially some of the conversations that we had. Um, it, it made me have a, a, you know, it just made me have to really clear my mind. Like, I haven't recorded a podcast in at least three weeks um, because, you know, I just had to get my mind right and, and truly understand what my dreams and goals meant to me. It hasn't knocked me from where I want to take South Shirav, but it made me realize the importance of doing things that you love to do, to truly live and not survive. Um, So I had to reinforce some promises I made to myself earlier this year, just about truly just achieving everything big and small um, that I put my mind to and just make sure that I achieve them just like my homie did. Um, So thank you, Nigel, uh, for being a part of my life. You know, and, and my love continues to go out to his family Continue to be as strong as you as you guys can be. You know, you you've definitely inspired me to continue attacking every one of my dreams and goals with like a with like a MJ like intensity. Um, and, you, and you can pick the MJ that you want to pick. Um, you really have no idea uh, when it's your time, but when you're here, you gotta be happy. If you can spend that doing things you love and surrounding yourself with like minded people as much as you can, you'll truly value your life that much more. So this episode of the app podcast is dedicated to Nigel Ennis and my uncle Vincent as well. So please enjoy while I discuss the NBA finals, uh, like rate, review, and subscribe to all of the shows and check out Southshire Ave.com for all my past episodes. Once again, that's Southshire Ave.com. I know this is a different departure, of how I usually start my shows, but you know, sometimes you got to go with your spirit. It kind of moved me in this direction. So um, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Is the Av Podcast with Cal C on South Sharaf Radio. Welcome to the Av Podcast with Cal C on South Sharaf Radio. Welcome to the Av Podcast. i joined today by a South Sharaf family member at this stage. Um, he is also the head coach of Team XL's basketball program and... He would at this point be the CEO of uh, of Team Light Skin, but Drake is coming out with an album this summer, or at least at some point this year. So he's gonna have to hold off on that status for now, and we gotta see how the album does first. Uh, please welcome Randall to the show. How you doing
1: today, man? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yo, man, I've been out in the sun trying to, you know, trying to get my, my COVID jogs on, and yo, I, I feel like I got a couple shades darker. I'm letting my Light Skin brothers down, man.
0: Mm, 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 mm. Okay, you try, you try to come to this side.
1: You try to come to this. Well, I mean, I don't man. I mean, I smooth now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: take it easy, take it easy. Everybody, calm, calm down, calm down. Take it easy, take it easy. <laughs> oh no, man, yo, but um, I I took like a little bit of time off, so we're just now basically getting into the finals and everything else, but um. So, I mean, I guess so far, how do you like the finals so far? It's it's kind of a unique series.
1: Yeah, you know, you, you said it best. It's, it's very unique. I mean, I I, I don't think, at least from, from my recollection and we had our, our, our forecast, I don't think anyone would have thought that um, you would have seen at least Phoenix in the finals. So it's exciting to see um, a, a, one of those, I can't say it's a dark horse, but a team that Norm, really expected, but I don't think anyone's really shocked at the same time, right? Um, they had a no. great regular season. Um, you know, Chris Paul definitely has um, showed why he's one of the top point guards of all time by carrying his team, or not carrying his team, but I would say mentoring his team and, and pushing them towards that elite status, and i got to give respect what respect is due to people that, you know, um, that were saying that they'd be fairly good, because I didn't see it. Frankly, I didn't see it. So to see them in the finals, look, I'm happy for them. So all you haters saying that I hate on Chris Paul, go suck a fat one. I don't hate (laughs) on Chris Paul. I like Chris Paul. I just said that I never thought he would carry this team to the finals in his first year. He's kind of getting over that hill, you know what I mean? So he's he's on his – the trajectory is on the way down, but he's still kind of rising to the top. Um, I've seen him – Fail time in and time out in, in clutch situations, whether it was his fault uh, or, or not. I just wasn't sure if he was that type of clutch guy to, to carry a team to the finals, and he did. So kudos goes out to him uh, with my respect. Um, and the young bulls on that team, you know what I mean, Booker and Aiden and, and, and Co., those guys showed out. Now, looking on the flip side of things, I, I candidly, um, it's the same thing with, with – with, I, I – everyone knows that milwaukee is kind of that perennial um threat but no one really no one's scared of milwaukee <laughs> if that makes any sense like mm-hmm. you know like i think when they kind of started surging to the top everyone was like, oh Giannis unstoppable but now you can see the kink in his armor i i, I don't fear milwaukee but this series is, is very interesting because i don't think any of these teams in a regular circumstance may have made it to the finals and what i mean by that is if if everybody was healthy and all teams were, were running, like, full goal, do you think these teams will still will, will reach the final? That's a big question, right? Um, yeah, I personally cool. don't. But, yeah, like I said, like, hey, it's basketball. It's sports. Like, you know, injuries happen. It's happened when the Raptors won the chip. So, you, you know, I still give respect to them because they're both teams that, that, that deserve to be there. They're both teams that I'm not saying – couldn't go there i just didn't see it so yeah yeah great
0: series it's interesting because like i think everybody yeah i'm not even gonna like try to debate debate you on this but you look Mm. at both squads you're you're not thinking that these two teams are going to be the teams that meet up in the finals even when the playoffs started even forget regular season but even when the (laughs) playoffs started you're not thinking these are the two teams that's going to be left standing but At the same time, it's like, you know, Phoenix did have the second best record in the West. You know, be it COVID and all those those Mm -hmm. different things that played a a toll, like had a toll on everybody's teams, you know. And then Milwaukee really and truly was, they were fighting it for the, fighting out for the top spot, you know, Mm -hmm. in the East pretty much, pretty much right down to the last maybe like two weeks of the season. So Mm -hmm. we can't, and then based on, you know, their playoff issue the last three years or so. In the last few years, actually, like we can't be stu- like totally stunned that they're in this position. You know what I mean?
1: No, no, I not, don't think I, I don't think I'm stunned that either team is in there. I'm just saying that it's okay. Let me put in perspective: if Brooklyn was healthy, do you think that Milwaukee would still be no, in the finals? No. You know, Milwaukee had struggle against Atlanta. Hey, granted, Atlanta had an amazing playoff. But yeah. I still think you know what I mean. We're like, we'll get
0: to them in a moment with that. Yeah. That so, that like,
1: point. like that was a flip of a coin. Who would have won that series too, right? So, but if Brooklyn was healthy, do you think that, that Milwaukee would have? No. Um, well, I, no. I, I've said. I like, mean, it's up. It's up in the air, right?
0: Yeah. I, um, I, I've I've said you know before, like if if Katie's shoe was like half a size smaller, you know, they were going home. The Bucks mm-hmm. are going home, right? Like it's just it's just as simple as that, you know. But. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I don't I definitely don't think, you know, and even I mean, even with Phoenix too, the way their their playoff schedule broke kind of you know broke out, their bracket broke out, everything was everything was in their favor, you know what I mean, like all odds is in their favor, in a sense, right? Like all the injuries that kind of laid at their feet. so it's hard to ignore that. but I mean, you know, with that said, I mean we're five five games in at this point. The shock of it is gone. The playoffs has been—it's been good. I thought the 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 last two games, especially, has been great. Uh, game four and yes. game five. Um, mm-hmm. But now you know we're recording this on on Sunday, so this so this is the day after uh, Golden. Uh, sorry, Golden State. Uh, Milwaukee took a three-two series lead in that wild back and forth game. With that said, now right—is it Giannis' time right now? Is it Giannis' time? Like, is it time for him to get the ring and sit on that throne and was like uh, king of the court
1: right now? I, I mean, he's he's positioned himself to be. Mm. Like, candidly, he's positioned himself to be. So he's on that. Uh, it's tough for me to – listen, I like Giannis, but seeing all the kick in his armor, it's like – it's kind of easy to stop Giannis. But what I'm more impressed with is Middleton. Like, hey, Giannis, look. Good on him, he carried the team, he's a showpiece, he's a show pony, you know, um, MVP type of player, always gonna be one of those guys that's the quote unquote, like a unicorn. You know, if he can develop a shot, he'll be definitely unstoppable. But I mean, he's positioned himself to win, um, but the most impressive person is Middleton to me. I, 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 I'm not gonna say I've watched mad Milwaukee games, Yeah, but I'll tell you that the stuff that Middleton's been doing um, these playoffs, when the ball, like the ball's in his hands, he he's he's shown me things that I've never seen before, right? Um, and he's kind of at times helped waking up the team when when Giannis is sleeping, right? So yeah, um, yeah I'm impressed with him, and, and I think that you know he, you know he needs to smell the roses too, right? You got to give him his roses.
0: Yeah, and 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 you know it's impressive with him too it's, it's especially on the road when it's time to close out games. He's been he's been he's played really well on the road. I'll give him that for sure. The reason why mm-hmm. I ask this, the reason why I ask this question is because throughout this series there has been two narratives essentially, right? In terms of who you want to see, want to see win either or. I, I don't really have a dog in this fight as to who mm-hmm. I want. I want to see win. I'm I'm kind of happy with both. You know, a lot of people want to see Chris Paul win after going 16 years without making a mm-hmm. final, only making a conference final once. You know, he still gets a chance to. Yeah, I mean, at this stage, he still has a chance to win his first NBA title. And then, right. you, you know, you compare that to Giannis, who's on the other side of the spectrum where he's in the league for eight years. He's only 25, 26 years old. But, like, he went from a project player to, like, a, a two-time MVP whose star power is now growing more and more as a – Yeah. To me, where Giannis is as a player, especially now that his team has stepped up alongside of him and they've, they've won game five. Like, I like the reason why I'm asking, like, is it is it his time to win now and sit on that throne, you know, that king of the court throne? and. Kind Of just put himself alongside some of the greater players in history, just based like when you break down the last three years that he's had so far, right? Mm-hmm. In the last three years, like if they pulled this off on Tuesday night, just in the last three years, he would have won back to back two out of the last three MVPs, you know, not including this year, uh, mm-hmm. defensive player of the year, three times first team all NBA. He has an All Star MVP, even though that that that, that All Star game was pretty trash this year. So I don't know if you yep. want to count that or not, but it goes in history books. You do count it, and now he's mm-hmm. a champion in terms of history. That is that's pretty rarefied air, man. Like you know what I mean? Like that's that's not something to like kind of ignore. Like not not a lot of that's not that really hasn't been done a lot in history. You know what I mean? Like when you like, yep. the, like the the guys who have pulled that off, especially defensive player of the year. That list is small. That list is real small, you know what I mean. So it's okay. if he wins this title, like right away, he's shooting up high on that list with like a, like some of the greats. So he's still right in the middle of his prime, like or entering his prime, really. So mm-hmm. he's like, you know, he's got some like at least seven or eight years of like consistent, consistent, you know, play for him to see where where he takes where the levels that he takes his game. But just where where he's at now, it's like. Shit, especially the way they're letting people in the Hall of Fame now. You're like, I don't know how he doesn't, you know, like how he doesn't easily get in because just based on what he did. Oh, come on,
1: come on. See, he he he's 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 a bona fide. He's certified to go to the Hall of Fame. That's not even a question. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm I'm, I'm just saying.
0: I'm just saying the way they're letting people in at this point. I think me and you might have a shot. Like the way (laughs) (laughs) the way they're letting people in the Hall of Fame is that's what I'm saying, but. Right. You know, but I'm just saying all this to say, like th- that three-year period. Find me somebody that's knocked all of those that that's checked a lot of those uh, boxes off in in a three-year span. It's not. It's not many in the history no. of the
1: game. It really isn't. No. I mean, listen. When it, Giannis is still young, my my thing is this. Like, it's it's. It maybe because I'm a little bitter because I'm a you know what I mean I'm I'm a, I'm a hardcore Rapture fan and and. I, 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 i wasn't all in on the on the on the Giannis sweepstakes but a part of me was like crossing my fingers like man maybe you you know you jerry got something in the back pocket but one thing i'll say is that um i i, I would rather see chris paul win to to cap off his his his, his illustrious career mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'd rather see him win and 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 i feel like Giannis has has one one or two more in the bag, right? Mm-hmm. He'll he'll reach it again, and I'm sure he'll win one. If he wins one now, again, I got no dog in this fight. So I'm one way or the other. I I don't really I don't really care. Um, but I like I think everybody wants to see Chris Paul win. And, and you know, matter of fact, um, I got some criticism for this, but I didn't like the way that they were celebrating when they when they mm-hmm. won. Um, the conference finals it seemed like they were like they already won the chip already
0: yeah
1: and chris was going a little overboard in my opinion i mean good for him but you ain't win shit yet you know what i mean like yeah. he, 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 i was comparing it to i'm not a hockey fan but i watched like you know the canadians when they play right um i like the montreal canadians and when they won the, you know the conference finals man they it was like and i talk about the fans y'all i'm talking about the team itself didn't even touch the dang trophy yeah. <laughs> right. And then someone told me that's like tradition. That's Regardless. Tradition. Yeah.
0: It's, it's like, it's like, like it's to like me, bad luck. Bad, bad yeah. luck if you go and hold a yeah. conference final trophy.
1: Yeah. But they were just, which makes sense. You didn't win shit. But the, the way they were acting, the demeanor was like, yo, we took care of business. Yo, even though we're underdogs and no one expected us to win, we expected to win. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to act accordingly because we didn't win anything yet. And we're going to go to the finals and try to win this one. You know, and, and, I, and I understand, you know, they're celebrating because, they, they, you know, they, they haven't got there in a while. And blasé, blasé, and, and the whole narrative, and the young guys, and all it, In my opinion, celebrate, but I, I just felt it was a little bit overboard. That's just me, mm. right? I didn't see the Raptors doing that when they were going to the finals. Yeah. Did you? No. So, no. you know, they had a mini parade, see?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, Well, I think. Well, funny. the funny thing is, I think it was more like you know when you're coming back from the airport and like the fans yeah, yeah. Are just waiting at the airport, hang, hanging out on your
1: cars. Yeah, like I think I think, on, I think it was more.
0: It's, it's more that's that. What but, we
1: call that's what them Philly boys call drawing. Drawing like Picasso. <laughs> you're drawing. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, anyway. like
0: I said, I mean, it's the the narrative is again like it's between those two guys, really and truly. And and I mean, mm-hmm. there's more. There's more people in that as well, because I mean, you know, like you know, Monty Williams being the, like a a black yeah. coach winning, and then the, then the whole history of losing his wife like a few years ago, and yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah that's, I like, like Monty Williams. Yeah, it's a great it's a great story too. But yeah, like I I just think like the way history is kind of lining up right now, it's like I I think this might be Giannis' time to sit on that throne, man. I mean, it would be like the last. It it's almost like if you're playing chess, it's like the last the last move to make. Before you hit mm-hmm. checkmate, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I feel like, that's, it's, like the, it's like the Bobby Fisher last move, like before you hit the, <laughs> you hit checkmate, man. Like that's that's how that's mm-hmm. how I, I'm looking at it. Like if they win this, lock this up Tuesday night. And honestly, you know, and it, and if you want to talk about like signature plays, to, the kind of cement that, especially in the finals or that type of thing, mm-hmm. like the block. Like I'm, I mean, I'm going back to Game Four, but that block.
1: Ooh. That's gonna be one of the best plays of all time.
0: Yeah, they're gonna be playing that like thirty years from now.
1: Oh yeah, that was crazy.
0: That was that. Was, I mean, for for you to show on a, on a on a pick and roll, and then mm-hmm. still still have the the the, the wherewithal and the footwork and the coordination mm-hmm. essentially to basically mm-hmm. turn around blind and catch a an, an alley oop, catch a block and alley oop, where like it, it wasn't like Aiden was just like it wasn't a squeeze dunk. Like he was way up on that rim, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and the fact that he got him, like, you're just like, what the hell did I, you know what? And it's funny. Cause like when you're watching it in watching it regular speed, you didn't really r- understand. Like, I didn't understand the context of it. Really? Like I, I kind of was watching it. I was like, oh, great play. And then it's like, when I sat back and I looked at the replay, I'm like, holy shit. Like, yo, mm-hmm. this guy, like, yo, like this wasn't like like that. Yo, he was almost at the top of the key. When he was yeah, showing on the pick work. And roll, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yo, this yeah. shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. That shit is crazy. I I was talking to my brother about this, but I'm like, yo, the only the only player I could see maybe doing something like that, honestly, from what I remember, I'm I'm taking it back to Akeem Olajuwon. That's a, that's a player wow. like maybe Akeem and maybe like a David Robinson. Those are the only guys I know wow. that would have been able to pull that off. Wow. You know? Yeah like that to me is like when i saw that i'm like yo i don't know who the hell else and like who i've seen who would be able to do that right right you know and, and it's funny because i put a I put together a little list after like this after that block i kind of uh <laughs> i put together a list of where where would you rank this this um like this in playoff history where would you where would you kind of rank this you know what i mean i'm not saying to rank all of these but just when i mentioned these things where would you where would you put this so I put together a little list of like some of the best defensive playoff and finals moments that I've seen basically since I was watching basketball as a kid. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to call this a defensive play, but but Kevin McHale clotheslighting Kirk Rambis in 84. <laughs> 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 I just want to throw that in there. That's not really a defensive mm-hmm. play, but that changed the complexion of that whole series and blocks it up with right. the series. right, um, right. Okay. Jordan and Pippen stripping and blocking the the ball and the soul from from Charles Smith in that '93 Conference Final.
1: Oh yeah, that was dope.
0: Yeah, that was that was that was sick, right? The campaign, the tumble during the entire series when they beat the Sonics when they were the eighth seed, and he basically started treating everybody like that, like the Geico commercial that he was in. <laughs> yeah. That um, was dope. I don't know if this this one's a little underrated, but Akeem blocking John Starks game six at the buzzer. Where, where basically he, sh- he did a similar yeah. thing where he showed up on a on a on a double team where I oh know he got switched off and Starks got open and he still you know was able to make up that play and, and tip the three, like that was underrated too. But yeah, it, that, it was, wasn't that was this. in the finals, right? Yeah, that, that was in, in the finals. finals. This was it wasn't it wasn't this, but that was that was a pretty like for a center to do that. That that was like mm-hmm. that was impressive. Um, mm-hmm. Jordan stripping Carl Malone and hitting the game winner the '98 finals. Because that all that started with the defensive play. Yeah,
1: right? that was when he like he, he left. That was like his last play. We left this right, his hand exactly. Up, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that. That was That's like probably that, the best play of all time. That's like the, the best. best like play. if
0: yeah. honestly, if he never came back, like you know, because we never we don't count the Wizards' career, but if, uh-huh. if he never came back <laughs> after that, <laughs> Randall, that. that is like the all-time walk-off. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Prince, Taeshawn Prince swatting Reggie Miller from behind. Ooh,
1: I forgot about that one. Right? That was a good one. Yeah, when he chased down, right? Oh, that was
0: that was incredible. He that was incredible. Like mm-hmm. he, he was
1: doing that before Le-
0: LeBron made it famous, but he used to do that shit first.
1: Oh, yeah, Tayshaun, yeah.
0: Tayshaun was the guy that would chase you down from behind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Big Ben cupping Shaq's dunk the year after um I think it was about the year after. He, he basically I don't know if you remember that, but Shaq went up for a dunk and Big Ben like basically sent him down to the floor and it made you realize that Shaq is starting to get old. I don't know if you yeah remember. Do you remember I remember that, that.
1: yeah I remember that,
0: and then um the LeBron block on on Iguodala, and and then last year Bam's block on Tatum in the bubble
1: LeBron block on Iguodala. oh yes, that was nice, yes.
0: right, right, and the last one, and then the last one was uh is is Bam's block on Tatum in the bubble last year but basically basically Tatum dunked the ball like Bam's. Hand was in the rim.
1: So you're saying you're saying those are your all your favorites?
0: Those are like the ones that like this is oh, the I put on. together when the blocks happen. I I might be missing some, but I'm just saying. Oh, like, you're,
1: t- you're talking about all all-time all blocks.
0: So. Yeah, like all-time yeah, defensive all time plays. Top. Yeah. So yeah, so top I'm top like, top where would you where would you rank that? Like in the top? Would that be in the top five? Would that be especially if they win the series? Like it, would that be top five? Would that you know what I mean? Like where does that rank? Because uh, that uh, to me is like.
1: Yeah, that's, that, that That must be that. that you're right. Because that's kind of like in the same vein of, well, not even. I like the one that LeBron did, and I like the Tayshawn Prince one. Yeah. Um, But that might be in the top five. I want to say there was another one that uh, I'm, I'm thinking of, and it came to my mind, but I can't remember right now off the top of my head. But there's one that kind of flashed in my head. But I'll tell you, that, that block, if they win, that was. That was momentum shifting. If that bucket went in and let's say for some reason or somehow um Golden State won and not Golden State Suns won that game, I'm gonna tell you. It would have been a whole different ball game. I think they yeah. would have came with more confidence this, this this last game. Um I just feel like that that shifted the momentum, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that, 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 now, now now you would again, yeah, would have they would have came out heat seeking to win this next game, um, yeah. to put them away because yeah. you just need one more. So yeah, you're right. It's, it's, um, looking back on it all.
0: Damn. Honestly, like I said, you're going to be you're going to be watching that play like 30 years from now, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that that was incredible. Like that was incredible. Cause I mean the alley it wasn't like he threw it, it wasn't like Booker threw the alley bad. Like that was a, that was a good, that was a borderline great pass. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, like because uh, like he threw it up for only eight, like, and like in any other player, like only eight getting that. You right. know what I mean, but like, but Giannis is such a freak that <laughs> Giannis got there too. Like that to me, I'm like, like I said, when you watch it at regular speed, you're like, yo, that shit is like unbelievable. Just the coordination. What? I I know he's long, but like the coordination to pull that off, that blindly and swiftly, like even like I said, I only like only because Akeem is so nimble. He's
1: the only one I can <laughs> think of that can do that. Mm-hmm, but it happened so fast, right? And like it was like when it happened. You're like, oh, no Like 'cause because I don't know I was going for for, for the Sunstone Right, so when they mm-hmm. when I saw that block, I'm like, oh, come on, man Right and then and then and then the dreaded the dreaded turnover my Paul oh That was mm. heart-wrenching as well so, That's a
0: crazy man. thing with him though. He always gives you like as great as he is and when the playoffs come he's he's always due for like that mistake at like the worst possible yeah. time i'm not saying he's a choke artist i like i don't even want to begin that talk but no there's there's always like that one play like you know where you're just like oh chris like <laughs> chris come on
1: man yeah, like come on whether he man, didn't take a shot
0: or you know what i mean he didn't make the right pass or we fumbled mm-hmm. the ball or we turned it over and he just like Wow, you know, it's like, <laughs> what is that, man? Like, yeah, and, and then the fact that, like, again, like, game four, he just, he, he did not have it in game four. He, that was another moment where he just, like, ah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, like, it's a regular thing. Like I said, he's not a choke artist, but, you uh. know, because even the last game, like, even game five, like, he, you know, in the fourth quarter, he came to play in the fourth. Like, he didn't have a great game again, but, in the you know, game four, game five, like, towards the end, he, he came the ball. Now, now, the mm-hmm. tough part is, you know, when you got, like, <laughs> you know, Drew Holiday finally came to play game five, right? offensively at least. But that yeah, guy's such I a it, defender. I, I, you said it.
1: You said it, though. I'm going to give you your respect where respect is due. You did say. You said. I, I believe it was you that said that. that said the difference is if Drew Holiday wakes up and plays, it's not going to be a series. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying that.
0: If he comes to play, like. Because Middleton is going to give you – there's going to be some games where Middleton throws you a dud, but, but if Holiday's balling, like, offensively – and the thing is with him, it's not like you need it to get 30. You just need it to be aggressive. You know, when he's, <laughs> good, when he's looking for a shot, when he's attacking the basket, it's, it's like it's just a whole different look Milwaukee has. Like, when, mm-hmm. he's, playing, when he's playing with confidence offensively, like, yo, he's, a, he's one of the tough guards, man, in the league. Like, he's mm-hmm. hard to stop. He's strong. He's tall. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like and and I think even like I feel like even with with Chris Paul like as the series is going along, like I find like he's giving him he's giving him work. Like Chris Paul's having to work for for his opportunities now. Like he's not getting free reign. Cause think about it. The three series before that, who was he who was guarding him? The first round was Dennis Schroeder. Second round was uh Compazzo, right? Yeah. Third third round was Hey no, was, don't sleep on my boy Compazo, man. I'ma sleep on I'm I'm gonna <laughs> snore right on his head. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and then and then, the, and then the conference finals is a combination of Reggie Jackson and 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 Pat Beverly, right? Yeah. So this is like the first real point guard, especially defensively, that's had to give him work pretty much the whole playoffs. Uh-huh. You know, but I feel like it's it's kind of wearing on him a little bit. You know, as the series is going longer, it's like you're starting to see like he doesn't have the same. I know they're saying it's his hand but I'm like uh, I don't know like it's I don't know, he's making man. them work he's he's definitely making them work.
1: Yeah, and he's he made some turnovers you're know, like in that last game, not this one one before where you're like hey, what? like he's put him in a position to, to to turn over, for Paul to turn over the rock like he may, he may not actually get the steal mm-hmm. but he, he he makes it tough on Paul and then yeah. Paul makes like the wrong decision the wrong read and just like there was a, another crucial turnover before that if you remember right yeah um and it was all because you know drew's just digging up in him right so yeah. I, I get him yeah, he's and, playing well. and, and
0: even game five as well as booker has been playing like you know he had about two or three steals on booker where he's just uh-huh. coming and helping uh-huh. and just like you know taking yeah. his lunch money. Just give me that. Yeah, yeah like, like
1: back in Centennial. Give me your, give me your, give me your uh, <laughs> uh, butter crunch. Give me your, fr- your fries and gravy.
0: Give put potato I watch it for
1: ten.
0: He's going right in there and just just grabbing everything. Man. He's taking it all. <laughs> now, w- like how how impressed are you right now with with Devin Booker? Like after all that you've seen from him all playoffs, like. I guess it's a two-part question, but where do you where do you put him in the two-guard like discussion now, like after this postseason?
1: No, the, the, Devin Book is a certified bucket. He he and he played a great great playoff, like a whole run. Like um, he's a number one scorer, and he's the future, right? Um, I think the one thing that is interesting is that when you have a player that can drop 40 points or more in a playoffs and you lose? Is that and it's not like one time, it's like I feel like the strategy is like, look, let let's him, shut let, down everybody else. Let him cook. Yeah. And let him cook. So it's impressive. Like, look, I'm not taking anything away from him, but to what fault? You know, like like is it is it almost detrimental that he's like like should he be doing more? I I, I the way I look at it is they're just letting him kind of go off, but they're stopping everybody else. Yeah. Right? So they're just trying to slow him down, but they're like, just put the ball in his hand. So at some point, like you said, maybe he has to kind of get others involved. I'm not sure what, what the whole the whole goal is, but when you score 40-plus points and you're losing games, um, yeah. yeah, and you know, I, I think there's a lot that needs to be said for that as well.
0: And it's interesting because back to back, yeah, I mean, yeah, back to back, forty plus games too.
1: Exactly, exactly, and 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 he's taking like the majority of the shots, right? So, but, but you may have like-
0: you may have a point when you say this because and some and no, it's a, it's a good point you bring up because I'm looking at his game logs right now. Um, game one and game two where they won. I mean, he didn't shoot as well. Um, I think game uh-huh. two, he he shot like forty eight percent. So yeah, two we on twelve for twenty five. So that's a good percentage. He didn't shoot that well in game one. I mean, in uh, uh-huh. game one, sorry, but um, but he had six assists in both games. And when you look at the last three games that they've lost, he's had a combined seven assists. So I, I don't, mm. I don't think. I think that like it's what you're saying is you know like I I like I'm not I'm not ignoring that. I think you you there, there's something to that for sure. Like. He was right. not he hasn't been sharing the ball as much. He's been going off right. and he's been unstoppable, but like it it's it might actually be like if he can come back to to game 1 and game 2 levels scoring wise cuz those two games he had 31 game 2 game 1 he had 27, but they won right. both games pretty handily, but he was also sharing that rock a little bit, you know. I don't know if it's a combination of guys aren't hitting and he's just going into Kobe old. But, (laughs) but yeah, but I mean, like, like, as you said, like the last three games, he's combined for seven assists. Like, you can't really ignore that either.
1: No, no.
0: It's interesting, man, because I'm like, you know, I'll I'll be honest, man. I've been super impressed. (laughs) I've been super impressed with how he's been playing and just mind you, like, you know, we said this earlier in the pod too, like the path to the finals was littered with injured bodies, but Mm -hmm. I mean, but he has smoke for the Lakers. He had smoke for the Nuggets. God bless Jamal Murray in his knee because that would have been an incredible matchup to watch both of them go back, back and forth, like if, if Jamal was healthy. That would have been amazing to watch. Um, and then he played very well against the Clippers, who, you know, who obviously couldn't throw Kawhi on him at certain moments. And in his first finals, I mean, this is his first, po- this is his first postseason. He's averaging, he's averaging at least 27 a night the whole playoffs. And he's giving you two back-to-back forty-point games. Like I'm, to me, honestly, Randall. Like for, just forget the stats for a moment. I've just been impressed that like no moment has been too big for him. Like he, just, like he's balled above the nerves. And for for somebody who's essentially like a novice to to play off basketball, I think this is extremely impressive. I can't, I can't think honestly. I can't think of a of a player like the first time he's made the playoffs where he's like just destroyed everybody. Like, he's going to work. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really impressive, man. Like, like that more than anything is what I'm, like, super impressive. Like, there's never been a moment where it's like, yeah, he should have taken that shot. You know, like, last night he had to step on, on Tucker. He should have just pulled up because Tucker's not going to block a shot. You know, but I think <laughs> by, by, you know, trying to go in a little bit too deep, you know, like, uh, Drew Holiday got to him. But I can't really say, like, that, that's, not a, that's not a moment where it's like he, he fucked up or he choked. You know right. what I mean? Like, that's that's just like, yo, I, I I more credit Drew Holiday for making a great play than Booker messing up. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. For, for the fact that this is like this guy's first playoff series, first, first playoffs, like just first time he's ever made the playoffs. And he's, this is the kind of work he's putting down, man. I'm like, <laughs> if I can give him like a, not a standing O, but if I can, you know, give him a nice long golf clap, like, <laughs> <laughs> i'm all in man like it's it's yo it's it's really impressive it's really impressive man
1: what you put it in that work
0: yeah you
1: put it in that work
0: like i think right now like i put him as a solid you know i like i don't even want to do the ranking things too tough because it, it it kind of fluctuates but right uh-huh. now just based on you know if you if you believe in the theory where like the the playoffs is where you make your fame you know regular season where you make your name playoffs where you make your fame like I'll put him as a solid number two right now behind Harden. I think that that Harden's spot is like he still has that for a couple more years, or at least another year or so. I mean, and people around the league know. Like people around the league know. Like as you you said it yourself. Like Booker's a bucket. Like we we know how this guy can go. I mean, yeah, I mean, shit. He had 70 points in a game once,
1: right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Booker's a Booker's a certified bucket.
0: Yo, and I and I can't lie to you, man. I did not see this coming out of Kentucky. This man was coming off the bench. On Kentucky, man, for that one year,
1: and right. I mean, same same thing as Shea, Shea Alexander, man. Yeah, He just blossom, a, they, blossom some, later. Yeah, some blossom later. Sometimes it's circumstance. You yeah. know, a couple of them that are like that, right? They just you're like, yo, the, how come we didn't see this happening, right? Mm-hmm. There's someone else too that was uh, I was I was talking to someone else the other day that didn't play and then they just came in the league and they they shined, but um, it yeah. happens.
0: But Shea's a good example. I mean, with Shea, you saw it, like little by little i always said like i didn't watch him play like a ton in college but every game i saw him i was like "Ooh, okay uh-huh, you no know, he got uh-huh. better Ooh, shit <laughs> he got better hey <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. that and and it's it's like with booker it's like honestly like I, I can't even say honestly like and maybe you could correct me if if, if i'm like messing up here but I can't even think of Harden having this consecutive stretch of great playoff basketball like this, even throughout Harden? his career. Harden, yeah, like has Harden never had like a stretch of like two solid weeks where he was just busting everybody's ass in the playoffs, you know, or, or three weeks, like, or just a whole postseason where he was just like laying waste to everybody? I can't think of it. I'm trying to think, Harden. I don't Ooh, think so. Good I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. Like, like I said, this is really like he's only in what is a sixth year, fifth year, sixth year booker. And he and you're he, right. He's the future of the team and all that, you know, face of the franchise. But, man, I wow. You know, because first it's nerves, you know, the, the especially the, the deeper you go in the playoffs, the more pressure it is. And some guys finally crack and you're like, well, you know, hey, you know what? It's his first playoffs. You know what I mean? Like it's going to happen. He just maybe there's some things that happened where he just didn't see. Right. And and right, right, right. didn't prepare for it. There moments or situations where he just didn't prepare for it. But like when he hit that three to to bring it down to like two or three, I think last night I was like, oh my, g-. like I, I I honestly I leaned back in my chair like, holy shit! <laughs> he, was, I think it was a step back three. Like he sidestepped right and he hit the three. I was like, oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, man. Like, oh, this is this is crazy. Um. Are are you like me? Do 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 you? Would you would you still fire Coach Bud even if they host the Larry the whole they hold the Larry O'Brien Trophy Tuesday night?
1: No, come on, see. <laughs> no,
0: are, are you just saying this because he has a little bit of Dwayne Casey in him?
1: <laughs> he does have a little D- Dwayne Casey in him, but he, come on, you can't you can't tell me you fired the man. You honestly would get rid of him after potentially winning a chip.
0: Man, the the in game adjustments, Randall, it's like slow death. Like I like even even at the start of this series, and even the last series too, when they're playing the Hawks, like they kept switching and keeping like Brook Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis on the island with like CP three and then the series before that with Trey Young. They did it for like two games before they realized like, you know what? Maybe this isn't the best idea to keep these guys on the island trying to try to check them one on one. Right. You know, and it, and it's like, this is what used to drive me nuts about Casey. And, and I'm actually surprised they've gotten this far with the lack of timely adjustments. Because I, th- I thought, like, honestly, going into this series, honest, I'll be honest with you. I thought Monty Williams had the advantage. I really did. Really? I really, really did. Just because I'm like, I just don't believe in Bud's, the way he adjusts. Like, he doesn't adjust well, like, in-game stuff. It's always like he'll make the adjustment for the next game. So, so you know, like the other team throws a wrinkle, it's like that shit ain't gonna be solved at halftime or in the third or in the fourth quarter. It's you just is like if they threw that wrinkle out, it's like oh shit, okay, yeah, we'll we'll adjust it next game.
1: <laughs> well, well yeah, yeah, I see what
0: you're saying. <laughs> he he drives me he drives me nuts, but yeah, I'll give it to him though. Like game five, he did do a better job of that though, at least. I
1: think both games he did a good, better job at it. I, I mean, agree. like, I agree. like the, the one thing—the one thing that drives me nuts about what about him is that he, he never really like when they're when, when they have a plan and things are going well, you expect them to go back to that plan. But it's like almost like, almost like you think he's going to have that aha moment on on another coach. Just do what you do well and do, and keep doing it until they stop you. Right. I don't, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. But I mean, I I do like that whole thing of. Pushing Brooke Lopez to the bench and and kind of starting with you know Giannis and and Tucker and um you know because Brooke, Brooke, he just you know I think it, you know when Giannis was down it was a good kind of strategy to kind of go inside to him but he's too slow to keep up with this squad yeah. so the difference is when they did that to me
0: yeah because I mean that's the thing right like eight is, is is he's like a he's like a thoroughbred right now. Right. right. So like right. so like you see the the rim runs that Aiton's getting, you know, when, when Brooke is on him and he's like he's beating him by like, like at least like like what Usain used to do to like everybody in the Olympics, right? Like it's just it's like right. it's like a length and a half away from everybody by the time like he gets to the basket. Like sometimes he's he's getting the ball and holidays on him because like Brooke Lopez just doesn't have the foot speed to stay with him. Whereas <laughs> Whereas Giannis is like, you know, like especially in the third and fourth quarters, like when he's making that river run, Giannis is right there with him. Oh, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. it's like it locks all that off. Like yeah, and I'll give you credit. I'll you know you're saying that the last two games, so yeah, I'll say that too. Like the last two games, he's made solid adjustments. You know, again because I, I don't know what to expect from him in Game Six. I'm like, I mean, I hope he, he, he stays on brand with what he's doing, but I don't know, Randall. I don't, I don't know. I can't call it with Bud. I, I just, I really can't. I don't know. I, I really don't know what to expect or what I'm going to see on Tuesday night. I I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. I, I mean, again, he he gets criticized a lot, mm-hmm. but I I think he's had better teams than this one. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of, um, yeah, it's hard to say, but I think he's had better opportunities, this day say, to get to the finals and, he, and he's choked. I mean, and, and, and some of that was on the players, but I think a lot of it was on strategy. Yeah. This time around, you know, I liked, like, when Giannis went down, everyone thought they were done enough. And I thought he did a great job coaching the yeah. squad. I, I, I think he's probably better coaching without Giannis than with Giannis.
0: Well, I, I think it's, well, players like Giannis and stuff, they're so all-encompassing that it's, I don't know it's like it's it's hard to it's hard to ignore what they do it's like you want to involve them in everything because they do so many things so well even though yeah there's like like hard like I'm gonna say hard like yeah Giannis can't shoot threes he's not a good free throw shooter but he's got that 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 Iverson type mentality where he's like he's coming he's just gonna keep coming like no matter what happens right and even if he's gonna go five for 14 he's gonna he'll 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 go like you don't care like and the thing is, even even though he's, he's, he's not a Ben Simmons, no, he's not a, he's ben, not Simmons. a ben Simmons. He's, he's the anti Ben Simmons. He's the anti Ben. But um, but the joke is right. Like, and people take this for granted. They'll be laughing and say, "Oh, like Giannis went five for fourteen. You know, he went eight for sixteen or whatever it is." But he got everybody in foul trouble. That's the whole point. That changes the strategy still, right? Like, it mm-hmm. still it's, it still affects the game because now like. Ayton's got four fouls now. You know what I mean? So now if Ayton can't play defense a certain way if he's trying to stay in the game. He can't be as aggressive defensively if he stay in the game. Crowder's got like three, four fouls now. You know what I mean? Like that shit that shit takes his toll. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta go deep into your bench. Maybe he didn't want to go that deep to your bench that night. You know, right. but like, even if he's like, it is kind of like the Shaq thing, right? Where it's like, even though Shaq, you know, would would shoot 50% from, from the field. Basically, if there's 18 fouls or 12 fouls between the two setters, they're using all their fouls because they can't stop them. Right. Like it's it's kind of the same thing. So it's like he's having an effect on those games where it's like you you can't there's only so much fouls you have. Right. <laughs> so it, it just affects the game, especially when you when you when you when you're attacking them early and stuff and. Like it's 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 impressive to see it. I think they've kind of worked around it. Everybody's kind of do trying to do this wall. He's kind of figured out the wall a little bit in terms of sharing the ball at certain points. Don't go too deep all the time, you know, and but like I said, but there's still some moments where you are just like, oh, I don't know. Again, you don't know if sometimes that's the players freestyling or that's he's not calling the right plays or I don't know. I don't know. But like I said, game six, I don't. I mean, I'll give my prediction, but uh, in, in a minute. But I just, I don't know what to expect. I, I'm kind of ready for anything with Bud <laughs> coming into this point. I think right now the vibe is like it, the vibe is going a certain way, but I, I don't know, Randall. I, I just, I don't know. Um, before I ask for your prediction, though, um, how mad do you think Eric Bledsoe was on the scale of one to ten?
1: <laughs> Eric Bledsoe can only be mad at himself, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Eric Bledsoe is becoming the PK Sudan of of of, of basketball. No I, one wants to play with him. <laughs> I, I I
0: just I just see him doing like like 120 pound curls, just mad in the mirror. Like that's I just see him just doing that right now. Like he's just he's, Bro, I,
1: I, all I can say is that Drew Drew was the missing piece. If they would have had Drew earlier on. I think they would have maybe have won a chip by now. They would have beat the Raptors by now. Like with and, uh, and that with the you know in that playoff that conference final. I think they have. He does a lot of things, even when he's not scoring. He affects the game. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, yeah Bledsoe, Bledsoe I don't know he might be out the league, man. <laughs> yeah. He might be out the league.
0: I don't know if I'll go that far, but I, I, I um, I, yeah, he, he's definitely he's either not watching the finals and trying to like you know like ghost his own phone so that people don't be texting him, or he doesn't he's not getting updates on his phone either that, or he's just watching his finals, pissed and just drinking. It's either one of the two. Yeah, but
1: what what did he do in this year in the Pelicans?
0: Uh with the Pelicans, um not much. Not much. Not much. Not much.
1: Not much. Right? Yeah. And I can't anyway. That's for another pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of
0: him. Um so I I I guess uh final final thoughts, final predictions. Um uh so do you think do you think the series is over on Tuesday night, or do you think it's over Thursday night?
1: I think I think Thursday. I think, think I think the Suns are going to come back and and and, and push it to. People forget forget it. Okay, yes, the momentum's on their side on on the um on the Buck side, but yo, you have to remember the Suns came out pretty dominant the first two games, right? Everyone was like, "Yo, oh, it's a wrap, it's over." And then you know, and it's not like the last two games weren't close. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's you know, luck of the drive, you know what I mean, and comebacks and in good you know good plays, uh, you know, that's kept them into or pivotal plays like that block. I still think, that, you know, the Suns are going to – their backs against the wall. They're going to come back with Avengers to win this one. And I think they, you know, it, it's still – up in here is going to win. I, I I do think Milwaukee is going to win. That's what my, my guts say. But it's a 50-50 draw to me. Or, or maybe a 51-49 draw for, for the Bucks.
0: Yeah, because because, close. I, because I didn't record a pod like for, for the majority of this final so far. Uh, if we did, I would have mentioned that, um, especially after Game 4 and, and Giannis had that block, I thought it was a series-changing changing play. Like I, honestly, after watching that game, I was like, "Yeah, I think Milwaukee's gonna win it." Like I wasn't sure who was gonna do it before, but you know, I was kind of leaning towards Phoenix. But once that block happened and they and they close out that game, I'm like, I just got this vibe, and I can't really put my finger on what exactly it was, other than that block. But you know, I don't know if it's too much more than that. But I was just just the vibe I picked up. I'm like, I don't know, man. I think I think this series is over, and and especially not that Milwaukee won Game Five. I think the series is over tomorrow night or t- well but Tuesday. I think it's gonna be over on Tuesday, but we'll see. Really? I, I think okay. so, I think so. I, I listen, I want more basketball, so I'm I'm actually I'm I hope I'm wrong at just the fact that we get a seventh game, but I still would choose Milwaukee if they, if it even if it goes to the seventh game. I'm willing to uh throw my money on good <laughs> horses back with Coach Bud's Whoa. back.
1: Uh, wow Again, like I'm not, I'm I. I have no dog in this fight. So whoever wins, good for them. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good either way. I still think it's a series. It's still a series, man. Like it's tough to beat a team. This would be what three, four four games in in a a row. row? Yeah. It's tough to beat a team in the playoffs four times in a row. A sweep, basically. Come on, see.
0: Yeah, it's tough. And in the finals, tough, man.
1: I don't think Milwaukee's that good a team. I'm sorry. Like they're th- not to me they're not scary. They're not that scary to me.
0: I saw I saw today actually right before we started the spot, I saw a stat where it said the last team that won 4 straight in the finals was was the 06 Heat. Cuz they went down 0-2 against Dallas and then they won the next 4. Right. Right, right. So, like, they're the last team that that's done it. But I mean, to your point, like, I don't think that's been done much, if at all, really. You know, and, and that. that was the oh, and that
1: was the Heat,
0: right, right. But I, I mean, that was Wade and Shaq Heat, but still, like, it's Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, my, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you know, like that was the last team that that pulled that off, and that was what 15, 16 years ago, Whenever it was. So it's it doesn't it like I mean it really doesn't happen often, you know. It it no, doesn't happen. Often. That. To your point again, it has been a close series for the most part. Like, especially after the first two games. It's been a close series. Like even even last night, the Suns was up like 32 16. Like the, the first quarter, yes. they were they were like doubling up. They were about to run away with the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but then but then Milwaukee came back and you're like, okay, shit. Like, honestly, the way it was going, I was kind of like, Man, do I have to uh do I have to queue up my um you know, my Netflix tonight? Like, what movie am I gonna watch? And then and then it's like once they came back, I was like, Okay, good, we got a game. You know? Perfect. I was good to go after that. But to your point, like Phoenix has had a, a stranglehold in a lot of moments in this series. It just you know, the last three games they just they've had they're having some struggles closing it out. And and I don't wanna say that to say like they're choking. I just think Milwaukee just executed better. You know, for right. the most part, right. on both sides of the floor, towards the end of these the, these last, well, especially the last two games, because the first three games are kind of like you know like runaway one array games, but the last two games, like that was a freaking fabulous, that that last play, like the last last night's play with the with the steal then of the alley, you yeah yeah man, yeah, that, that, was that, that was crazy, that was crazy. It was that one two right? Yep. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like that that was awesome that that was awesome like I, I almost woke up the house when that happened, you know, <laughs> so I, I'm like, yo like it's 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 entertaining, man like I, I want two more games like I think this is a good series, you know, I think this is yeah, this has been series. a great playoffs. Yeah, it really has, man, new energy is here, Randall, it's here, it is here, and yeah. it's it's needed, it's finally needed. You know, like as, think, strong, as you, strong as Brooklyn is and stuff, and, you know, they're going to stay healthy. The key is, again, is, is can they stay healthy? But I think... Bro, do
1: you, do you think the reason why, see, sorry to cut you off, but you think the reason why it's so successful, this playoffs was so good, is because the Raptors were not in it? <laughs> uh,
0: on that note, Randall, thanks <laughs> for hopping on this podcast, man. It's been a... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so Wednesday night, right? Like, what's night, <laughs> Yeah, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. <laughs> uh, hold on a second. I'm gonna end that right there. I'm gonna end that right <laughs> there. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the AF Podcast. Uh, thank you to Randall Walter for hopping on this latest episode. We'll be back later this week to discuss either the Bucks as the new NBA champions or about Game 7. Uh, check out all my past work on SouthSharaf.com and hit the like button, rate, review, and subscribe to all of the shows for South Shirav Radio. Uh, thanks once again for tuning in. My name is Cal C. And you just tuned in to the IVE Podcast on South Shirav Radio. Until next time, folks, peace. We out.